This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic. Jolly presented with Cendanan. listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan and with me today for our review is Dinesha Kartigesu who is a poet and a writer. Dinesha, thanks for joining me again. Always a pleasure to be here. So we're reviewing a, well, it's a, it's a puppet show. It's a production that features puppetry predominantly. It's called Asli, Resonance in Our Roots. It's a collaborative performance uh, featuring a number of different people. It's available to watch online. Let me run through some of the main players. Kalpana Paranjyoti is artistic director. It's written by Nadia Rosli and features a whole host of musicians and performers. And I think very important to say right off the bat, um, it is aimed towards children and a younger audience. And the whole focus of this is to bring together various Malaysian folktales under the umbrella of um, environmentalism, of um, protecting uh, nature, about honouring and respecting nature in many ways. Dinesha, we both have just watched it. What are your immediate takeaways? I think one of my obvious immediate takeaway was the starting when we had um, the semi singer performer and he's he's sort of like starting vocals and you sort of see everyone and then I, I actually got goosebumps because I think in a lot of Malaysian stories we don't start with the indigenous people who were always here and whose land we're on and I think just the centering of indigenous bodies and voices right at the start just made me go okay let's go very important right when you're talking about the land and about nature Uh, and I think that's one thing that the show actually does a lot takes a lot of effort to honor to um point out uh, the important role that our Indigenous communities play when it comes to reviving our connection to nature and I think moving us along the right path in which we learn to live in accordance with our environment. Um, I'm not sure if this was clear, but what this show is, is actually a recording of the performance. And so because it's a recording, the recording kind of intersperses views of the musicians um, and that includes the the Samai people and uh, their performances as well. Uh, as well as the actual puppetry production. And there are five different folk tales that, the, that, the, that they show in various styles of puppetry. You said Goosebumps, Dinesha. And while for me, the production wasn't always the most successful, I think the high points where I did get those goosebumps, um, you know, there were some points where I was just, you know, I was almost inspired to get up and clap, even though I wasn't actually watching it live. Um, those made up for what I think were some of the flaws. And we'll get to the flaws later. But I think when you walk away from a show with this kind of longing to see more of something like this, I would say that that's a, that's, that counts as a success. For sure. I, I, I think as a piece and as a performance and as a video, it really is this a multidisciplinary performance, you know, the way all of these different artistries have come together 
Um, and yes, 100%, I definitely left feeling, making my, definitely thinking a little bit more of the land, definitely little thinking a lot more of where I live and who, what land I'm on. But it also made me want to know more, see more. And, and that was definitely something that stood out for me. Yeah. I wanted to start with the the thing that I I think enjoyed the most and enjoyed unequivocally um, in that I I loved every aspect of it, which was the puppetry aspect um, and the puppetry setup because I just thought that the design and the variety of different styles of puppetry that was on display were just so um, they were delightful. They really made me happy. So the, the entire artistic design of this is by Deepa Rajendra, and she has done a really good job with uh, evoking both very whimsical, childlike, uh, you know, some of the puppets are inspired by the Muppets, for instance, uh, but also Wayang Kulit. Um, there's one really fun segment that just uses, how do you even describe it? It's it's shadow puppetry, but it's just hand gestures, right? Um, so I think, you know, as far as the puppetry aspect goes, the show does such a good job. For sure. I, I, I think what was so interesting is that because it's five stories, it's so amazing that each time it was a different form of puppetry, right? It was this, oh, oh, the visual artist has now made a different choice. And then each, as you go into each scene, it's like it changes and changes and changes. So it's almost like, what version of puppetry are we going to see next? Yes. yes, and and uh, the people who are performing the the various styles of puppets, um, from what I understand, they are not um, professional puppet artists, um, and so this was all sort of a, a work in progress. Everyone learned together in the choreography together, um, so that for me, hundred percent, and I can imagine. I can imagine children loving this. I can imagine watching this live, um, being sat in front of a, a real stage and watching these things come on stage and it just being such a great experience. And I also think that some of the flaws or some of the things that didn't work for me so well um, because it was a video might perhaps not feel like such a big deal if um, if we watched it as a live puppet show with this amazing live music, which is another highlight. Yes. So I think for me, my highlight was definitely the music. I think the way these uh, artists worked together and performed together, and in because of the way the camera work happens, you get to see them in performance, you get to sort of watch them interact, and it really felt like they were having fun. And, and that showed on, on, on screen and things like that. And I really want to just name the different uh, musicians. So we had... Um, Hari Ram Tingyuan Lam, who is the violinist and gambos player. We had um, Swati Sivadas on the piano. We had Sim Irwin, the Urhu player. We had Mohammad Hisarudi doing percussionist and rebab. And we also had Sweta Baskaran playing the sitar. That just this group, oh, so much fun. So much of it looked spontaneous, right? It almost yeah. looked like they were just jamming with the different vibe of the each show and each um, each folktale, rather. And I think it, it was a very important aspect of giving this video that live feel, uh, because the camera, as I said, very cleverly includes them in the visuals, and you see their enjoyment of what they're doing. Uh, before we move on to discussing the individual uh, stories and in their presentation, I wanted to ask you what you made of the other. 
um, well, human component, quote unquote, which was a constant, which is um, basically Madan Rajasingam, who plays uh, Ricky the Flying Fox. And he's sort of like the MC or the connecting thread between the different um, different folktales. And sometimes he's he plays himself. Sometimes he just voices um, a, a puppet version of Ricky. And I believe he also voiced a, a number of other characters and narrated a lot of things as well. What did you make of that sort of frame for the show? I think it was one of those things where I remember marking down uh, this, this, this note, Madan as host versus Madan as voice actor. Like I really appreciated a lot of his voice acting. I felt like it was um, varied and different. And I was like, and he was switching between characters so fast sometimes that I was like, oh, wow, excellent job. I, I do feel like as a, a host, um, and maybe this is a disconnect because we watched it on a, on a screen, right? Um, and me, it, it just sometimes didn't quite work for me as a host. I felt like I couldn't tell whether his personality was not big enough or was it too big. I, I couldn't quite face it, which I, but I think maybe if it was with a live audience and he had someone to play off, I think we'd have a very different experience. What do you think? Oh, I, yeah, no, I, I was ex- thinking exactly that, that because the camera kind of zooms in and zooms out in a way that I think doesn't do him favours as a host. Voice acting, 100%. He was so good in every single thing. But also, maybe this is where my adult brain just can't switch off. Maybe kids would really enjoy what he brings to that character. I think I kept veering between, again, not knowing whether it's too broad or whether the performance was too understated. And, and it might really just be a product of the video rather than it being something that would work really well on stage. Um, I also just didn't think that the folktales necessarily needed that frame. Um, and so perhaps that's why I, I didn't think it detracted, but perhaps it also didn't add much. And therefore, maybe therefore that's why I, I preferred him as the as the voice performer. Yeah, because I because I think he's he's basically a Tok Dalang, right? Yes. In, he's he's a Tok Dalang, except in this case, he's a character. Oh, if he had been a Tok Dalang, that would have been really cool. I, I think yes. that would have worked so well. Yeah, but but I also wonder if the choice to make him be a character was because it's a it's it's geared towards children, and I think you and I maybe were a bit more jaded adults, and we had to sort of like keep reminding ourselves this is for children, this is for children. Yeah, I think that was the disconnect. Sometimes I think I know I felt, and I now that hearing you from from you that I think you felt it too. So us two jaded adults, Dinesha Kartagesu <laughs> and I, are reviewing Asli, Resonance in Our Roots. Um, it's a virtual performance of puppetry accompanied by music. And if you're interested to watch it, you can head on over to workshops.tfa.org.my. Let us know, do you enjoy puppet shows? Have, what are some of the favourites that you've caught? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chintana. Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chintana. 
welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by poet Dinesha Kartigesu. And together we are reviewing Asli, Resonance in Our Roots. It's a puppetry performance uh, currently available on video at workshops.tfa.org.my. We've been talking about the larger structure, the idea behind the show and um, sort of what it aims to do. Um, I wanted to pick up on this side of things with some favorites, because as I said earlier, the whole thing is structured around this idea of nature and the environment and using local folktales and mythology to feed into that. Did you have a particular one or two that struck out for you, Dinesha? I think the one that for me worked from, because uh, because I feel like some of it worked musically, some of it worked from a puppetry standpoint and some of it worked from a story standpoint. I think my favorite from a story standpoint was the Gunung Kinabalu one. I, I think to me that really stood out. I really liked the music in, um, I think when the Bangau or Bangau segment happened with the race to the wetlands. Um, and I think when it got to Ulet Mayang, I think was where it, the, it was where the puppetry stood out to me. I think these, yeah, for me, it was, those were the things that stood out. Very, very similar picks. Um, I was going to point out that, and this is something I noticed that um, those are all second half stories and I definitely felt like the whole show kind of picks up from the midpoint and then just gets better and better in the first few segments um, it kind of feels a little bit like it's still trying to find its footing not quite sure what what uh, you're not quite bringing the different elements together. For me, clear favorite was the Ulik Mayang section, um, uh, the Ulik Mayang story rather. And it was just so beautiful. They use uh, Wayang Kulit. And I think it's it's definitely elevated by the fact that they had uh, Zuliana Zainal Abidin, who is a Ulik Mayang singer. Her vocals accompanied oh, by the so music. Good. It was beautiful. Like I, I was so blown away. And I think it just fits that story of these, uh, you know, the Trunganu coast and the Nelayan and and their encounter with these underwater sisters. That, to me, I think was elevated from being, quote unquote, just a children's performance to being something that 100% you could stage on any any, um, theatre festival and still get that kind of reaction. That was my favourite. Do you think that the reason why, so a thought that came up for me when I thought about why the second half maybe worked better is that I also feel like the second half was sort of like started by a bit more of a semi with the semi community performance because we had a little snippet at the beginning uh, which felt like a little bit of like a buka panggung like an opening right and I think that's where I felt the goosebumps but I think that when when we actually recentered the semi community and their song and their performance and their singing is when we really was truly brought back into the story and into the performance. Oh, that's a that's a really interesting observation. I didn't think about that, but you're right. It's actually from there that it kind of, that connection to the land, the, the Malaysian land and, and the Malaysian nature kind of starts feeling a lot more solid, right? And it's very similar with the Kinabalu story as well, um, where it suddenly all starts feeling like, oh, okay, I see where this is going um, and I see my part in it. And I and I think it's also because that's also from when the true multicultural aspect of this performance starts becoming more and more clear. Um, I have to say, and this this might be the sad Malaysian in me talking, but there were points at which the camera just 
frames this 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 tapestry of cultures that is Malaysia. You know, you see it in the different mu- uh, musicians, you see it in the singer, you see it in the 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 semi performers. Um, and my heart felt so full. Uh, my heart felt so full watching all of this on one stage. And I thought to myself, like, there are sparks of magic in this show that we don't see often enough. Um, it's it's a show that could use with a lot, use a lot of improvement, needs some amount of workshopping, but I'm there for it. Lah. I, I felt like the sum of its parts were much bigger than uh, was were much bigger than I expected. Yes, I agree. I think. Uh, I think your the choice of word that you used was workshopping. I think is is a very very accurate choice because I think there's definitely magic here. There's definitely something really special with what it's trying to say and what it's trying to do. And I think if it's just a little bit of fine tuning here and there, I think we truly have something that has attempted to combine all these different facets of ourselves and the land and try to. While the focus seems to be appealing to children, I think, as you described, there are definite moments where the adults are also entranced. And that was when the show truly worked. Did the um, environmental message work for you consistently? Did it come through in a way that that was effective? It didn't necessarily make me want to go out and immediately like pick up trash by the side of the road and like <laughs> make like as in as in immediately want to go and do something for the environment. But I think with certain stories that were a bit more um, earth centric, like the Kinabalu story or the presence of the Samai community, it definitely made me conscious of the land we live on, and 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 it reminds me of all these times whenever we talk about the. Um, degazettment and regazettment of our forest reserves and how it's actually the Oranasli and the Oranasa community who not only fight the hardest, but are the first to be affected. You know, that that's when I think the show worked because I think my adult brain made the connections. I, I do wonder what children would receive from this. You know, again, because this is a video, um, I don't know what the response is going to be from, uh, well, children or, or the intended audience for this. And I did feel that the script in some parts could have perhaps, and I mean the literal script as in what people say out loud on stage, uh, sometimes seems like it was written to be read and not not performed. Because um, there are some aspects, particularly when it comes to the messaging of the environment and nature that felt a little bit didactic sometimes, a little bit forced um, in a way that it didn't have to be because I felt like the stories, as you said, are so rooted already. There's so much power in the stories that um, that revolve around this idea of the environment and the natural spaces that we live in. Um, and again, uh, I would like to see that manifested in a live show and see whether maybe it doesn't come across that way. So in closing, I just wanted to say that for me, if they stage this as a live performance, I would definitely be there. And I'd like to see them just take this format of these accomplished musicians, this level of fun and imagination with the puppetry and just do more and more of these types of things. And I think, again, I'd love to see where this goes. 100%. I, I would definitely go and watch a live show as well. Because a lot of the flaws that we talked about as well it, and when we say flaws I think these are like jaded adult things that we notice and cannot let go of I think those little flaws are things that can be improved on and worked on and 
um, a live show would just, you know, exponentially make the show a hundred times more amazing to catch. We've been reviewing Asli, Resonance in Our Roots. It's a puppetry performance that is available online. Uh, if you're interested, you can check out what you can head on over to workshops.tfa.org.my. Are you a fan of puppetry? Um, what are some that you've watched that you've enjoyed? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Everyone's a critic. Jolly presented with Chendana. For updates on Malaysian arts and culture, visit www.baskl.com.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.